Here's a preview of what you'll hear on this episode of Beyond the Wheel. Because they also like they work as a towel, but they also work for a smaller kind of throw blanket, um, which is nice to have extra of when you're traveling and their weight too. You can throw them down on the ground for and when you're on like a rocky surface, if you want to change your shoes at a trailhead or hang out, you know, amongst kind of rocky areas along the water. Um, so the versatility of those is really excellent. Now enjoy the show. You are listening to Beyond the Wheel, a podcast about the people and ideas that drive the RV community forward. This episode is brought to you by Battleborn Batteries. Battleborn Batteries are the best name in the RV and marine industry. These batteries are designed to replace your existing lead-acid batteries. They come in a variety of dimensions and amp-hour capacities. This ensures there's a Battleborn battery that is right for your needs. These batteries are backed by a 10-year warranty, allowing you to get out there and stay out there. The best solution for your battery anxiety. Whether your adventure is on the road, on the water, or off the grid, Battleborn batteries keep you out there longer. With the complexity of all the systems in an RV, I always say it's not if something's going to break, but a matter of when is something going to break. That is why I think an extended warranty for RVs is so important. We first interviewed wholesale warranties back in 2019 and immediately became impressed with how their policies worked, such as you can take your RV to any licensed repair shop, including mobile repairs. They also have personalized service plans, making sure you are getting the right policy for your needs. And if you think your RV is too old for a policy, you might be surprised to hear that RVs up to 20 years old can still be approved for a policy. That is more age lenient than most RV parks I've stayed at. Go to wholesalewarranties.com forward slash beyond the wheel or click the link down below in our show notes to get your free quote today. Hey everybody, today we are joined with Mary Swanson from Lava Linens. We first saw their product out at Overland West Expo and after talking with them for a little bit, I bought two of their flax fiber towels and asked them to be a guest on the show. These towels are fast absorbing, quick drying, and good for the environment. So now let's introduce Mary and learn how their towels are able to do all this and what the inspiration for the company was and how it all got started. Hi, Mary. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Lava Linens? Yeah, hi, sure. Um, so I am one of the co-founders at Lava Linens alongside my mom, Sheila, um, who has a background in textile design, and then my sister, Caitlin, who is a graphic designer. And my background is actually public health, so no, nothing <laughs> like what we're doing here, um, but a lot of experience within project management and kind of like overall strategic planning. Um, so that is uh, more of my role within the company is a lot of the day-to-day -day work and then some of the big picture work and partnerships, things like that. Um, yeah, so we've been around since 2018, kind of just testing out the products um, on a smaller scale. And then within the last year and a half, we've really hit it hard, gotten more serious about it, and um, we're excited to be out and about. And then in your, your, in your own words, how would you best describe the company? What, what does Lava Linens do? Yeah, so we craft hemp and flax adventure towels, and we just introduced picnic blankets as well. Um, but they're really designed to be um, a more durable, higher performing, and more eco-friendly alternative to microfiber travel towels. So really designed to be alongside you for every type of adventure for many, many years. 
how long ago did you launch the picnic cloths? Because I, I just saw you guys at Overland West and I don't believe you had them at that time. And that was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so we did. We launched those along with our ultralight line of Woven Wonders. So it's the combination of the hemp and flax fibers that we make the, the ultralight towels with. And um, the mill that we work with is really fantastic up in Northern Ireland. And we get to design like our very specific weight for the towels and the blankets, as well as our own weave design. So that's where we get the desert scape pattern. And they had suggested that we add a blanket as well. So we thought we'd take them up on that and they helped us design that. So I want to go back to like a very basic question. And yeah. that is, um, you're called lava linens. People often think of linen as like, you know, the thread count on of a cotton mm -hmm. sheet or something, they would think of that as linen, but I guess that's not actually the case, right? Right. And that has been one of our biggest learnings is how much we need to talk about what linen actually is, in particular in the United States. So linen, the fabric is actually made of flax fibers. And so linen made of flax has been around since about 8,000 BC. So a very, very long time. It was really the primary textile, even within the US for a long time. And so that term, linens, referred to all of the textiles that were in the home that were flax. And so that was an accurate statement. And then over time, the cotton gin was um, invented and cotton became the more popular textile within at least the US. But that term linens or linen still stuck around, but we kind of turned it into like this overarching term. So when we talk about linen or if you ever see a product labeled linen, if they're accurate in their labeling, um, it is 100% flax fibers. What was the inspiration for the company? Let's see, back in, I think 2014, uh, my husband and I decided that we were going to travel for a year. And I had just thrown out a microfiber towel from a previous trip because it was stinky and I was just so tired of it. We didn't have any plans to travel at that time. So I chucked it and thought, I'm never again going to buy a microfiber towel. And then we planned this trip and, it, and we were going to backpack for a year across a few different uh, continents, all kinds of different climates. So clearly we had to park pack really smartly. So then there was that question of like, oh no, <laughs> I don't have a towel. I really don't want to travel with another microfiber. So what material might we want uh, instead? And as typical in my family, because my mom's background is in textile design, uh, turned to her and said, and, and we had a conversation around like, what, what would be ideal for a, a travel towel? So you know, it needs to be lightweight. It needs to dry fast. We don't want it to get stinky over time. It needs to be really tough because I, I want it to last the entire year that we're out and about and doing all kinds of, all kinds of things. So it became pretty clear uh, that linen of flax was the ideal material. Flax and hemp are the two strongest natural fiber textiles there are. And at the same time, they are naturally antimicrobial, unlike cotton. And they absorb more water per ounce of fiber than cotton. They also absorb more than microfiber and they still dry really fast. Both, both of those fibers do. Hemp was not as available on the market around 2015 when we were looking to make a towel to take on the trip. So we opted for 100% linen. We made a couple towels 
I think we were about a month into our trip and I called my mom and I called my sister, Caitlin, and said, hey guys, <laughs> these are really awesome. And uh, we need to start making them for other people because we just knew of so many people who had had enough um, or just weren't satisfied with the alternatives on the market. So yeah, that's, that's how it started. Um, so that was traveling in 2016 and then 2017 was really finding the material that we um, that was ideal for our first line. And then we went from there. I, I have a question. Uh, yeah. So I, I own two of your classic towels. I believe they're called classic towels. Okay. And they dry very quickly. Is them drying fast due to the material or is it the way it's woven? So it is, the, it's really because of the fibers, the, the okay. properties of the fibers themselves. So the classic towel, what you have is the mid-weight French linen. And so both, so it's made of flax, but both flax and hemp are hollow fibers. So that helps with the drying, the air moves through them faster. They, so flax and hemp are both absorbent and really good at wicking. And those are two different things. So like absorbing, you know, is how much water they can take in. And then the wicking is how much, how quickly and how effective they are at spreading that liquid across the, the textile. And so when you have that combination, then as you know, the water dries, it continues to spread the hollow fibers with the air movement. Mm. It all becomes a, a pretty fast process. Whereas cotton um, is really absorbent, but not so great at wicking. And then microfiber, not so absorbent, but good at wicking. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you can kind of picture that in your head, but you can test it out at home too. So you can drop you know, a few drops of water on any towel and, and notice like how much it kind of stays in place, you know, whether it disappears and absorbs like right in place or if it just sits on top of the towel or if it spreads out really fast. And then you kind of get an idea for the, the, what those two properties mean. And so is true linen or flax and hemp, they're pretty easy to get in the United States? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are not. Um, since we've started, they've become easier, but there, there's just there are not a lot of mills that weave natural fiber textiles in the U.S. And the mill, the majority of mills that do weaving only work with cotton, but that's changing. Um, so we know of a couple of companies that we like and that we're looking to for to work with to introduce some other products um, within the US. The two mills that we work with, the one in France, they've been around for 200 years. Their farms are right next door to their mills. And so they have the equipment, they have like the artisan know-how. It's a pretty small footprint to be able to farm right there and produce right there. And they, they manufacture somehow the softest mid-weight linen that we have found. And so, I mean, it took us a long time to find them. I, I, at least six months of getting samples from all over the world until we finally found this place and thought that's gonna be who we work with for our first collection. Similarly, with the mill that we work with for our ultralight towels, in Northern Ireland, the hemp and flax are pretty nearby as well. And then again, they've been around for over a hundred years, I believe. Um, so yeah, have have the very technical looms available and the craftsmanship to be able to weave complex designs that we 
asked them to do. So for now, that's making sense to us to work with those individuals, but um, we're getting excited at, you know, every year we notice more and more availability of both hemp and linen in the U.S. Yeah, we're getting there. Okay. And you've mentioned hemp a couple of times now. So does the hemp and the flaxseed work together? Do you guys mix them or are they, or do you have a hemp towel and then a flaxseed towel? So, so the, what you have, which is the everything towel collection, the classic within that, those are hundred percent flax fiber. And then the woven wonders collection, let's see if I can figure out how to describe this, but so on a loom, you have the warp and the weft. And so one of those is the fibers going one direction. And then the other is the fibers going the other so that you can weave them together. So what we have is the warp is linen or flax fiber and the weft is the hemp fiber. And we really just, we added hemp mostly because it's fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're such similar fibers. Their performance is really similar. Hemp fibers tend to be a little bit longer than flax, um, but really not noticeably different um, performance wise. But the other, I mean, it was, it's kind of fun. And like, we feel like it's kind of what Americans get excited about. And the other is that it's become easier to talk about linen when we can say it's very similar to hemp. Oh, okay. For, yep, just communicating it um, instead of, yeah, having to always discuss the difference between linen and cotton um, and kind of what to expect for, from, from performance. But if, if we can compare it to hemp, that's easier to understand all those properties, I think. It sounds like your materials are all natural. Or yes. Is, is, there's no... Um like artificial materials in your tanks. Right. No synthetic materials. Yeah. Synthetic, and that was that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was very intentional. At first, when we started this company, it was really about let's just produce something that works well. And so it was so clear that linen was the textile that we wanted to work with. And then the more we learned about it compared to microfiber, the, the more clear it became, well, the environmental benefits became so much clearer about for, for linen over microfiber. So synthetic textiles are created from petroleum that is then woven, like it's plastic yarn that's created from petroleum. That's just not something that we're interested in doing. <laughs> not only does it increase the demand for petroleum, but the products, once they're finished and used and washed regularly, they shed microplastics. Um, which we're finding everywhere. So in our soil, in our air, in our water, and um, inside our bodies, inside our bodies. And yep, there are more and more studies coming out now that are starting to correlate some um, potential health issues with the microplastics that are within us. I've never heard that term before, plastic yarn. Is that, is yeah. it, so is that the more common, I don't know, you like, I've never even heard of plastic yarn before. Have you, Sean? Yeah, well, I knew microfiber. It's made out of oil-based ah, material. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Yeah, so like polyester is a synthetic textile that's made from oil. So if you, you know, look really closely, sometimes it's woven, which would be then like that plastic thread or yarn. And then sometimes it's more of like a pressed material. But regardless, it's essentially plastic. It's just they've found a way to like make it kind of fuzzy or soft feeling. Interesting. 
So even that loop, so so one of the things, I don't know if you hear this a lot or not, but one of the things that I really like about your towel is that you guys sew a loop in there, and I'm guessing that's also all natural. Was that something that you guys always did, or was that based off feedback? I like it because my wife and I RV a lot, and it's just easy that we can hang, like it makes it very simple to hang the towel onto a hook and not worry about it falling when we're traveling. I don't know, is that like something that came from customer feedback or something that you guys just did on your own? That's something that we did on our own just because of our initial design and what, how we knew we were going to use them on our, initial, on our first trip. And that was hanging them from our backpacks or a tree or wherever. But we did so much like train travel. So, you know, you get up in the morning, you do a quick shower, and then you've got to head out right away. And we didn't want to be packing a towel into our bag and getting all the other clothes wet. So we knew we wanted to be able to hang it for travel. And then, yeah, it just made sense to, to make sure that every towel has them. And we started adding more loops also. So like our, our Woven Wonders line, the bath sheet that, we, that we're creating now has two loops. So you can hang it for like a changing curtain and people are finding all kinds of uses for it. Nice. And then same with like the picnic blankets. We do four loops. Uh, so you can stake them, stake the blanket in the ground or you can tie it underneath the table to keep the table, like the blanket in place while you're eating. Or if it's windy, uh, you can hang it up as a shade sale at your campsite for a little extra shade. So we're trying to make products that are really versatile and just smart you know, easy to use. Yeah. Yep. Very easy. Yeah. yeah. Good. That's great to hear. And those yeah. loops. Yes. Those are unbleached, undyed hemp straps. Um, and those we actually source from the U S as far as testing goes. So like everything feels like crazy solid, like the towel, everything, the loop is sewn on. It's very strong on there. How do you guys do testing as far as how do you, how do you know, I don't know how much stitches does everything need? Like, how do you know how many stitches that loop needs to be in there to, to hold? And how, how does your testing work? Yeah, mostly it's just taking it out to the field and using it. Um, and we have, we just happen to know individuals who use their gear really hard, whether it's like their, their job, you know, to be outside and building trails, or it's just somebody that is, yeah, really rough on their gear um, and then getting feedback about that. And then it just helps. So my mom, Sheila, who does the, um, who designs the products, just her knowledge about all of that. So like even the stitch length matters. Um, and then the hemp loops, we all, we've reinforced those so that they are really going to stay there. I mean, yes, okay. <laughs> so they're, they're designed to last a really long time. And, uh, we haven't had for, especially, so for those the everything towels, that mid-weight, we have yet to receive a repair request because we offer lifetime repairs and haven't received one yet. And we know people are using them hard. So it's working wow, so far. Good. Yeah. It's great that you haven't even received one yet. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've been around for four, four, almost five years. 2018. I know. I can't believe it's been that long, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the name hemp to me makes it sound heavy for some reason. Mm. Are these towels, are these towels heavy or are they like like you you carried one backpacking so i'm assuming they're not there's not a lot of weight to them our initial line it wasn't is intentionally a mid-weight towel and that's because we wanted to design something that was just very different from everything else out there and and to kind of push back on the idea that everything needs to be ultralight because a lot of what we do outside weight doesn't matter as much as performance 
Right. Um, if you're hanging out at a campsite or if you're traveling in your vehicle, it's as long as they're still packable, that matters more than that actual weight. So that line, I wouldn't suggest necessarily for backpacking the everything towel midweight collection, unless you grab the mini, because that packs down really small, is plenty of absorbent to dry your whole body off, but it doesn't offer enough coverage if you needed that. Uh, but then uh, for the ultralight travelers, we introduced the Woven Wonders collection. So that is a much lighter weight weave intentionally designed to take, you know, on your long through hikes, anything that weight really matters, there's that option. Okay. I'll have to take a look at your Woven Wonders because my wife just mm -hmm. said that she would like to get two more towels. Mm -hmm. We have two right now that we use in the house and we've been transferring, you know, yep. back and forth from the house to the RV when we could take the RV out and she would like to get two more towels, just dedicated, <laughs> dedicated <laughs> towels for the RV. So I'll take a look at your, your Woven Wonder one. Maybe that would be the way to go for that. I, I was just thinking of getting the same ones that we already have. They don't feel heavy to me. And we're in a, our, a class A RV, like where cargo capacity isn't really a, a huge deal. So I'll take a look at them though, because I'm curious. Uh, are you guys, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No, I was just going to say um, when weight doesn't matter, then it's really more about like the aesthetic, you know, what, what you're looking for, whether you'd like a design or the solid color, and then what kind of hand feel feel you'd like. And so that mid-weight, you just feel it and you know, like this is a really high quality, it's gonna last a long time material um, that's really popular among overlanders, van lifers. Or are you looking for something that is lighter weight or has a, a really beautiful aesthetic with the desert pattern? And then that's when the Woven Wonders work. I think that brings us right into my next question or our next question is that, you know, I saw you at Overland West and you just mentioned Overlanders and outdoors. Is that your target audience? Is, is the Overlanding community uh, your target audience? And has anything like kind of surprised you that maybe like me, I'm an RV here. Do you, do you get a lot of feedback from RVers as well? Yeah. So when we started, we did not recognize overlanders to be our target audience, oh. but we do now. Okay. So we've learned a lot. And our, so our first overland event was actually Mountain West in Loveland, Colorado last fall. And they went over really well. And we have a lot of return customers. Uh, and that was when we had only that midweight line, which I, which I do think is just an excellent fit because they also like, they work as a towel, but they also work for a smaller kind of throw blanket um, which is nice to have extra of when you're traveling and their weight too. You can throw them down on the ground for, and when you're on like a rocky surface, if you want to change your shoes at a trailhead or hang out, you know, amongst kind of rocky areas along the water. Um, so the versatility of those is really excellent for overlanders, but then we recognize like we're kind of missing out on the, um, or we're just not providing an, a good product for the ultralight adventures. And so that's when we brought in uh, the Woven Wonders collection. My wife hikes a lot and she has on her backpack, she has a microfiber towel clip on the outside of her backpack, just like for sweat and stuff. Yeah, It's not a huge towel. It's just <laughs> a small towel that she has clipped on there. Um, do you also make stuff smaller than like towel size? We have a hand towel. Oh, you do. In the Woven Wonders collection. Yeah. So I think oh, it okay. it's your standard hand towel size, but it's 2.4 ounces. So you don't even notice you have it with you. 
uh, and it has the loop so you can hang it and it doubles really nicely as like a bandana, whether um, around your head or tied around your neck, or you can actually loop one of the corners through the other hemp loop around your neck. So really convenient in those ways too. So yeah, it's a really nice, uh, nice towel to take like day trips, mm -hmm. camp chefs really like them because they dry so fast. Mm -hmm. You had mentioned too uh, about using a towel that you're able to throw it on the ground, change your shoes and stuff like that. Have you noticed that it made me think of our dog. Do you notice that people are using them for their dogs, like as a towel to lay down on the ground so that their dog's not like laying in the dirt, I guess? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We have people who come and say, I am buying specifically for my dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, okay. <laughs> and we actually, so we have a, a Weimaraner and who has spent many years really running those trails with us. And what we started doing was dousing the towel um, when we'd get back from a run and laying it on whatever surface we were on, you know, while we did our stretching and kind of recovery, but we'd lay it down and be nice, cool surface for her and kind of protect it a little bit cleaner. And then she would sprawl out there and just cool off. So ah. really nice thing for her. But yeah, so the other thing is we designed these towels with a lot of intention. So there are things like you won't find a fringe edge on our towels like you do on some of the Turkish travel towels mm -hmm. because that collects dust and dirt and we don't want that. We also chose a really tight weave partly because it adds durability um, but the other is that tight smooth weave repels dirt and debris and so we have a lot of people who use these towels on their wet dogs too because it gets uh, them dry gets all that gross stuff off but then you don't pack a super like sandy dirty towel back into your vehicle when you're heading back out so my dog he's got a lot of hair and when i i have to bathe him quite a bit because he gets in a lot of trouble uh, mm -hmm. chasing things and the towels that we have now just don't absorb the yeah. water very well for him so i i would think the the way you're talking about the the absorbency and and the wicking of yeah. of your towels it probably is much more effective on like long-haired pets yeah we just received a really nice message from somebody who was traveling hmm british columbia someplace oh i'm not remembering where but someplace wet full of mosquitoes took their two dogs one is a siberian husky and she mm -hmm. just said this is these are my absolute favorite towels for my dogs um and they do get in a lot of <laughs> as well yep so really awesome to hear and you mentioned that you would have hand towel size mm -hmm. or you have towels that are hand towel sized am i mm -hmm. saying that right doesn't sound right to me but yeah we'll go with that <laughs> okay uh what what other sizes do you have what what are you know what's the smallest towels what are some of your largest ones yeah so for the mid-weight line the everything towels they come in a the mini we call it the mini. It's an oversized hand towel designed to like take on trips, traveling, jet setting. So a little bit bigger than a hand towel intentionally, but not so big that it takes up too much space in your pack. So we have the mini and then we have the classic, which is comparable to a bath towel. And then we have the luxe, which is comparable to a bath sheet. So those three sizes. Yep. And then with the woven wonders, we have the hand towel, which is your standard kind of kitchen or bath size hand towel. And then we have a bath sheet, which is about the same size as the Lux. <laughs> um, so really designed a little bit bigger to be able to like take it to the beach and sprawl out on. And, and then we have the blanket size. 
have you found that you have a bestseller or do people buy them in different size, like paired different sizes together? Yeah. So the most popular, um, are the duos, which then you get to decide, you know, in the moment what you want to take with. And we offer a little bit of a discount when you buy the duo. So the duo is either, uh, with the everything towels, it's either a mini and a classic. So, a a mini and a bath towel or the mini and the luxe. So a, a mini and a bath sheet. And then with the woven wonders, it's the same idea. It's a hand towel with the bath sheet. And then you get to decide. And then some people are having some fun now that we have these two lines and they might mix um, the ultralight desert hand towel with like, say that's in gray with a black luxe midweight. And those are, they're stunning combinations. They're really cool looking. Mm. So then you have a little bit of both, like depending on what you're doing, you can have that flexibility. And when you say the desert, that's the pattern? Yeah, the desert scape. Yep. Desert scape. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think I did see that at the show. I almost picked that up, but then I went with just, just solid colors. But it's, it's fun that you're able to include patterns woven in there because you're not using, I don't think, any type of dye. So that pattern, when you sew that in, that's the actual... I guess, color of the material. And I would imagine that gets complicated to be able to get that to yeah. work. Yeah. So the colors, and actually this is, it's really fun to work with this mill in Northern Ireland. They've been around for so long and they just have access to a lot of things. And a, a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity to kind of design exactly what we'd like with them. So we have this desert scape design is part of, is, part of the Woven Wonders collection. We're going to add more. We have an oceanscape planned, hopefully releasing that in the fall. And then we're gonna do more of like a canoe kayak with fish design a little bit later. And each one of those will have a different run of colors too. But the design is woven in there. So that means you need a pretty complex loom to be able to weave the patterns that we're asking for. And not everyone has that. Um, so we were really excited to have, to have found this mill. Um, and then the other is that if you look really closely at the purple desert scape and the orange desert scape, the way we get that is one direction of the, of the yarns is just an oyster, like a kind of cream color. And then the other direction of the yarns that you weave is a combination. So for the purple, it's a combination of like a pinkish red and a blue. And when you weave those two together, you get this purple. And then same with the orange, you, it's a combination of a yellow and like a, a reddish orange that you weave together. And then you have this really pretty like sherbet orange. Yeah, so it's fun because you can kind of come up with your own colors, you know, rather than just saying, let's make it yellow because you have the yellow yarn and then you have a yellow towel. Uh, we wanted some unique colors. And then when you look really closely, you have a kind of a little bit more like texture look to it because you have that combination of colors. But then when you take a step back, then it's just more of that like solid orange color. Kind of fun for some of us. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, 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 it's a, it actually sounds somewhat complicated and you guys could have probably very much so just kept your solid colors and said hey you know what let's just let's just run solid colors because it's nice and easy i like that you guys are like maybe not challenging yourselves but making it a little bit fun for the consumer even though it is an extra who knows how many more extra steps it is for you guys yeah. to do 
Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and yeah, we're trying to do things that are just different. Um, one of the really nice things is that when you weave a pattern, it's also reversible. So like on the front side, you have the dark orange background with a desert scape design kind of in a lighter color. But when you flip it over, you have the light background and then that orange really pops with the cacti and the sun. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I was going to mention. So when you, so we do, uh, we have, the yarns are dyed before they're woven, but they are all Ecotex certified too. So good for the environment, which we um, compared comparatively, which is a priority of ours. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize that the weaving part was so complicated, like the spacing between the fibers and everything. It seems like a very complex process that's probably mostly done manual still. To a degree. So now that COVID's kind of slowing, we're really hoping to be able to go visit that mill and have it take a tour. We had planned to do that prior to COVID and then um, things happened. So <laughs> we didn't make it there, but we provide the pattern. They enter it into a system and that kind of is digitized along with their looms, but there is still a lot of, there's a lot of required knowledge amongst the employees at the mill. To, to be able to kind of troubleshoot or recognize, you know, how to make the design that we've envisioned in our heads actually work on the textile based on the looms capabilities. And did you have any, speaking of COVID, um, did you have any like supply issues getting the materials from France and Ireland or was that not such a big deal? Because I imagine it's a lot less stuff coming from Ireland and France than there is from China, which seemed to have most of the problems. Right. Yeah, I think we dodged a bullet a little bit there just because of where we were sourcing most of our material. We noticed a little bit of difficulty um, accessing hemp later on. So mm -hmm. that what we're seeing, which is exciting, is that more and more consumers are demanding natural fiber products, including hemp, of course. And so uh, you have that increase in demand of hemp at the same time as kind of a decrease in production because you don't have workers to do the work yeah. um, because of COVID. So for a little bit, I, we had a couple of things delayed. We had a restock delayed for a little bit, but it seems like that's starting to improve again. So nothing too too challenging for us this time around. You mentioned your warranty and that nobody has taken you guys up on that offer of the lifetime. I'm just curious, why did you guys go with the lifetime instead of just making it like a one or two year warranty? Why, why was a lifetime important to you? Yeah, well, for one, we have all uh, really appreciated other brands who have offered that lifetime warranty. So like, I'm gonna throw out Rab. I had a winter coat that I just sent off to them because the zipper was broken. And I've been wearing that since, oh, 2011, maybe, <laughs> but sent it off and they just put a new zipper in and had it back within like two weeks. And I just think that's awesome. Uh, so we want to be that kind of company. And then the other is that um, it's kind of why not? I, it's a material. We know we're making a good product. We know it's really durable. And generally the material is very repairable. So uh, we want to keep those products in, in their life, you know, like in your lives for a very long time, something that you really love. So, so why not offer it? And you know what? The other thing is that like 
I think we all have some of our favorite gear. And every time you reach for that item, like all that nostalgia comes back from like everything that you, you know, all of the adventures that you took with those items. And that's what we want with the towels too, is like every time you reach for it, you're going to love reaching for it. And it brings back all of these other memories of like getting caught in the rain or having an awesome kayak, you know, trip or, you know, anything else. Yeah. What about the name? Where did, why lava linens? (laughs) Well, one, I don't, you can't go wrong with alliteration, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, so uh, when I called my mom and sister, I was in the Atacama Desert. So lavar is, is the Spanish verb for to wash. Ah, Uh, And, yep. And then we were in the Atacama Desert, surrounded by all of this, you know, land that was formed by volcanoes many, many years ago. And we were also just reminiscing on some of our favorite places. And so like my sister, Caitlin, just absolutely loves Hawaii. And of course you think about lava and the volcanoes. And so, so many favorite places have clearly been formed by volcanoes and lava. And then linens, we were pretty particular about putting an S at the end to kind of like use that more general term because we knew we weren't going to only use flax, but we'd probably expand to other climate-friendly plant fibers in our products. So yeah, lava linens, one out. I can't even remember anymore what some of the other, what the alternatives were, but I think we all knew when we came up with that one, like that, that's good. <laughs> we're going that's with a good that. one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you guys only available through e-commerce or if somebody wanted to look at your towels what's the best way for them to do it um so we're in a couple of small stores i would say generally right now e-commerce especially if you're looking for our everything towels so the midweight collection we will be in more stores soon our woven wonders will be in in some other stores soon um, but they're not yet so Online is really the way to go right now. That's what made most sense for us uh, during the pandemic and mm-hmm. now um, and and events. So like we will be at a big yoga festival in a couple of weeks. So that'll be our first yoga event. See how that goes. And then um, we'll be at Overland Mountain West in Loveland again this year. And then maybe a couple more van events. So we were just at Wind River Rally last weekend. Yeah, but we try to post those things on our Instagram like where we're going to be and when. So you can come chat and kind of check out our towels in person and get an idea for, yeah, what what will work for you. And is Lava Linens, the, is that the name of your Instagram too? Yes. Okay. We'll put a mm-hmm. link to it in our show notes so everybody oh, has great. it. Oh, great. Yeah. And yeah. also to your website. All right. Well, I believe that is all of our questions, unless there was anything that we might have missed or that you would like to add to the conversation. Yeah, I think that sounds good. <laughs> okay feel like I talked a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Very informative. Really appreciate your time. We both really appreciate your time coming on here and explaining just the whole process, because I think a lot of people would just say it's a towel. How much could go into (laughs) a towel? And obviously a lot goes into it. So we really appreciate you taking the time coming on here and explaining everything to us. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. When we first launched the company, we did um, quite a bit of market research, stopped at a lot of shops and said, you know, like, here's our, here's our midway towel. What do you think about it? And people didn't get it. <laughs> they didn't understand and just wanted, they wanted the microfiber and it's exciting because everyone's starting to get it now. And, and why, why use a synthetic textile when you have a, a climate friendly plant fiber textile that works better? 
We want to thank Mary for coming on the show and telling us all about Lava Linens. We love companies that are practicing what they preach, especially with environmental sustainability. And speaking of that, don't forget our, about our sponsor, Battleborn Batteries. You can click the link below to see all the batteries they have to offer. Also, if you need a warranty for your RV, check out Wholesale Warranties. Again, the link is in the show notes below. Take care, everyone, and safe travels. This episode is brought to you by Battleborn Batteries. Battleborn Batteries are the best name in the RV and marine industry. These batteries are designed to replace your existing lead-acid batteries. They come in a variety of dimensions and amp-hour capacities. This ensures there's a Battleborn battery that is right for your needs. These batteries are backed by a 10-year warranty, allowing you to get out there and stay out there. The best solution for your battery anxiety. Whether your adventure is on the road, on the water, or off the grid, Battleborn batteries keep you out there longer.